0: Welcome back to episode 66 of Miserable and Reckless Podcast, bringing you unfiltered opinions of sports, music, culture, and all things the South. I'm Logan, sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. All right. Yo, yo. As we always say, go follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, go on over to the new YouTube channel and subscribe there. Hit the alert bell. Go on over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, pretty much anywhere where it's available. And make sure you click uh, the make sure you click subscribe and give us five stars and a great review.
1: All right. now. To the good, the bad and the ugly. Justin, why don't you kick things off? Absolutely. Um, real simple tonight. I got a couple goods and then sort of a sad. Um, one good I saw here in the past week or so, um, UCLA was falling out. Um, I think at halftime, one of their games, and there's a guy, there's a fan who had their like camera down, like trying to film them. One of the players reached up, grabbed it, grabbed his camera phone and like took off with it. Guy was like, What the hell is going on here? Anyway, the dude basically like recorded a message for him on his phone, got like the whole team in on it, and basically found like one of the event folks and was like, Hey, can you go give this back to that guy? And like ran it back up to him. And uh, so it was just kind of a cool little like fun moment where they were like filing out for halftime, got this uh, video that this guy will be able to have forever, who clearly was a big UCLA fan. But that was a cool moment, a cool thing that this player did for you know a fan um another good i encourage y'all to check out black market on vice um it's michael k williams who played uh omar on the wire at the, and he was in lots of other stuff but that's what i originally know him from um it's just a fascinating series it's actually a second season it's also a little sad watching it knowing that you know he's gone but um there's it's just an interesting, fascinating look at like people operating in in the black market on a, a variety of, of issues or areas. The most recent one that came out was talking about um, basically people like buying their streams and like the bots that it, it, like setting up bots to get to buy like Jordans and, you know, just all these things that go on. It was just incredible. I mean, you hear about bots and, like, all this stuff. But he actually went and sat down with people who, like, do this stuff. And it was really interesting. He tackles a ton of topics. There's a whole first season, and there's the second season that's new. Check it out. It's on Vice. Um, the sad is uh, I saw Dick Patel finally announced he's not going to be able to call any more games for the rest of the season. Mm. I thought that was – we We all know he has cancer and he's dealing with that, but he also has a throat issue that he's going to have to have surgery. Oh, um. Which is, I think, somewhat related. because um, he's being really hoarse and he's even more so than like normal and isn't able to talk as much. So uh we just wish him well. And uh it was kind of sad to see that we're not gonna be able to hear him anymore this college basketball season. Yeah. Prayers up for Dick Vatel. All right, and Morgan, good the man and the ugly.
2: Oh I'll see, I'll I'll do a reverse. Good, bad, the ugly. I'll do an ugly, bad, good. Um ugly. Everyone in the house but me ended up
3: getting COVID. Um, it's been pretty rough. Um, I had to, you know, been been
2: home from the office since last Friday, pretty much uh, because of that. Uh, bad Brody. I think Brody got hit by the worst of it. He just won't go into details, but you know, it's, it wasn't has been pretty. Um he's very lethargic and he just now I think starting today, he just started to get his energy, his spunk back and just giggle and running around, which
3: has been you know, um pretty awesome. But being you know, being that he got hit the worst, that's probably bad and then good.
2: you know, two kind of two actually good, good, yeah, same as yeah, you know, he'd gotten better. Bridge, it didn't really affect, wasn't really affected by it. Crystal, so far, just a lot of tiredness and loss of taste and smell. But uh, my other good is next week, I get to see all you guys down here in Raleigh for a
3: road trip to Raleigh, it's going to be uh, pretty awesome to see you guys. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Celebrate losing side
3: of 25. yeah <laughs> and about to be the losing side of 39 here in about eight months. <laughs> all right ryan good bad and the ugly i I just it's hard for me to fathom something so old as morgan so i
4: just needed a second there to just um (laughs) dustin to your uh to your point about uh dick fatale I did hear this this week. I, I didn't think to put it in the notes, but because he doesn't have his uh, voice and his throat, he had asked, um, he normally speaks at like a big gala, um, that raises it's, I think it's, I, I just Googled it. If you Google Dick Vital gala, it raises a ton of money for the V foundation. <clears throat> and so he said, because he couldn't speak for it. Um, I don't remember if they're still having the gala or not, but he'd ask people that please help him, um, donate to the V Foundation if you feel so inclined, um, because uh, it's not like he normally uh, goes out of his way to you know raise all this money on his own, but um, I'm, I'm not doing this the right way because I didn't think about this ahead of time. He basically said, because he doesn't have the opportunity to use his throat and to use his voice to raise the money the way he wanted to, if people are feeling it in and of themselves or hear the story or whatever, and they are able to donate to the V Foundation, he's asking people to do that in his stead, essentially. So hopefully I didn't completely murder that. Anyways, back to uh, the original, (laughs) good, bad, and the ugly. (laughs) So uh, I'll start with the ugly, and then I'll work my way backwards so it's more positive. Uh, The ugly is I was alerted to the fact that lacrosse season started, which is wonderful. I can't wait for everyone in America to hear about how much I love lacrosse. The bad news is apparently lacrosse season started for the Carolina Tar Heels um, in Annapolis on Sunday, and I was unaware (laughs) of this. So. I did not go to the game. Um, I would have liked to have known that I drove right by the stadium. And uh, for some reason, uh, the, uh, I guess the GM of the team forgot to call me and let me know that their biggest fan um, that they were playing in the area. Um, I looked up the score cause I'm very competitive like that. And apparently it wasn't scored. So it's just, it's just a completely ugly situation all the way around. Um, very disappointed by that, that I, that I, I guess I'm not a true fan. You know, they came to my town and I didn't even go see them. So that's pretty ugly. Um, speaking of sports that didn't happen because I didn't see them. Um, <laughs> uh, and this affects all of us. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard about this, but, and we don't talk about the sport much on the podcast, but state uh, NC state and Virginia tech have some pretty good wrestling teams and uh, they're pretty consistently good. And uh, Virginia tech um, backed out of a wrestling match that I was actually kind of looking forward to on Friday night. Um, they got some really uh, significant wrestlers on the team, and I figured, hell, why not? I don't have anything else to do on Friday night. I'll watch it. It's a top-10 matchup. Well, they Tech had some issues, so they backed out. So thanks, Morgan and Logan, for ruining my Friday night. I had to watch us wrestle Duke instead. So uh, the good news is, is, as usual with the ACC Network, um, the often-forgotten-about schools of Carolina and Duke were featured. And uh, and so that was a nice way to spend Friday afternoon or Friday evening. So uh, Austin O'Connor is a, a big deal for Carolina. He's probably going to be in the Olympics or potentially in UFC. So if you want to Google someone, it's an interesting character. Google that guy. And then ending on a good note, this is something I got to watch this week. So along with Dustin's TV recommendations, I would really, really, really recommend people watch the movie The Tender
2: Bar on uh, on Amazon, I've been wanting. I've been wanting to see that with, with Affleck. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I saw the trailer for it. I'm, like, I'm really able to see this.
4: Logan, if we get uh, intoxicated over the next weekend, I happen to have Amazon Prime on my phone. So if you happen to be spending some time, you know, in the same location as me, it's basically about an uncle. Uh, ben Affleck plays an uncle. That's all you need to know. But he owns a bar and he, uh, has a, through situation, um, ends up having a kid that he needs to basically teach about life because the kid doesn't necessarily have a father who's always around. And, uh, it's a fantastic, uh, movie. It's really, really cool. The last scene is them taking their nephew out to the beach and they got this little boardwalk and they're all just sitting out there. He's sitting out there with four of his buddies. So the the uncle and his three buddies and they have a little nephew and they're sitting out on the beach and they're just drinking beers and they're teaching him all about life. And I I turned to my wife and I said like, well, this is clearly what what I'm meant to do here. This is what it's telling. The movie's telling me, this is how you're supposed to be an uncle. So uh, I called my brother. He seemed a little nonplussed. So uh, (laughs) maybe he didn't want me to do that with, with, with my nieces. But uh, so the tender bar, it's a great movie. Um, There you go. Ugly bad and good.
0: All right, so that leaves me. I've got a good, funny, and a what are you thinking? Uh, start with the good. I want all of our esteemed listeners to to know that after digging into the uh, podcast numbers for this awesome show called, that we call Miserable and Reckless, there are roughly 1.7 million podcasts as of the last year reported out there in the the world. And this is a top 10% listen to podcast out of that 1.7 million. So we are actually pretty, pretty good standing here. We want to thank each and every one of you for, uh, for listening to this and downloading it and, you know, keep at it. Cause we're a top 10%. We're going to keep saying that that's it's a new branding effort here on miserable and reckless. So good on you. Good on us. Good for everybody.
4: Is top 10 better than top 12.
0: Just slightly. <laughs> <laughs> especially because this isn't a preseason ranking. We actually had to work for this. <laughs> 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 All right. And now the, the, what are you thinking? We, um, so apparently I'll, I'll have more, a longer segment on this on the next episode of country and Coke can. So check that out. But apparently in the, in the music world, um, there was another issue with an artist who's very, very um, legendary. Some would say, I, I say that I like a lot of his music, but Neil Young, had a um, a proclamation or a um, a challenge, so to speak, that he issued Spotify. That he told Spotify, you have to pick between me or Joe Rogan, and said that you're gonna like either I'm gonna take my music down or you're gonna take Joe Rogan down. And all I gotta say is, what the hell were you thinking? N- Neil Young is well past his prime. He's old. Like a lot of people don't even really know who he is anymore. Does he? Do you, did he really think that he was relevant enough? to go against the number one like like podcast that has a higher listenership than even all the major cable news outlets combined. Like come on man. Like seriously. Like you were not going to win that fight. I guess good for you if you you stood on your virtue and you you told everyone that this is the line in the sand for Joe Rogan. He's such an awful guy. Well, you know what? Joe Rogan was more important in 2022 than Neil Young and Spotify showed that because they said, "All right, Neil." <laughs> Guess your music's coming off the platform. So Joe Raven wins another battle against the people at Spotify trying to take him down, or not the people at Spotify, but people trying to get Spotify to take him down.
1: I don't really? think Neil Young wow. understands leverage.
0: Yeah, hey, and to quote Leonard Skynyrd, I hope Neil Young does remember that a Southern man don't need him around anyhow. So, <laughs> all right, now moving into the funny. Um, I, I just got back from a work trip uh, down in Atlanta, Georgia, and as we were pulling into the airport to leave. Um, we forgot to fill the, the rental car back up and naturally, you know, there's a, there's a charge with that. And we didn't have that much gas like that we used cause we didn't drive around that much, but we get in there and then we ran into probably one of the nicest and funniest ladies that was picking up the rental car that just was, it, it was a perfect way to end, end the trip. She, we get out and we tell her, we're like, you know what? We forgot to, to fill it up with gas. We know there's going to be a charge. She goes, all right, I'm going to give you two options. She goes. One, you're going to get hit with a $50 charge, and one, you're going to get hit with a $20 charge. But it's going to depend on how you answer this next question. And I was like, all right, what's that? She goes, who are you pulling for this weekend in the NFL playoffs? And I said, well, tell me, what you, who do you think I should pull for? And she points to the orange on the very uh, jacket that I'm wearing right now. And she goes, I was like, oh, I know what you mean. I said, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Hands down. She goes, you know that's right. She goes, oh, I'm from Cincinnati. She goes, my family lives near Joe Burrow's mama. She goes, now, but to be able to get this lesser charge, all three of y'all are going to have to do this dance with me right now. And she starts <laughs> dancing. She goes, who that? Who that? Who going to beat the Bengals? She goes, nobody, nobody, nobody. So I, I didn't catch the lady's name, but she literally was the perfect way to end a, 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 a pretty decent trip to Atlanta. She, she made my day that day because it was hilarious. And she gave us the lesser charge, supposedly. But she was really. Are you on
1: TikTok now? Is that a TikTok dance?
0: We I should have done that because Country Cole cans is on TikTok now, so that would have been really funny. But that lady, that lady was a riot, man. She was hilarious. So I wanted to give her a shout out for a um, to be heard and recognized on a top ten percent podcast.
3: <laughs> also,
4: we just lost all of our listenership in Kansas City. Good job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, one of our most uh, ardent
1: listeners is a is a Chiefs fan too. <laughs> All right. And the best part about all this NFL talk is I couldn't tell you who's in the playoffs right now. Don't haven't watched one game and not going to watch any of them. So
4: Patriots and the Eagles are on the other side.
1: Don't care. (laughs) It it, it could be a little league team for all I care. Not watching it. All
0: right. All right. Moving into uh, Dustin, as you probably were thinking when the NFL came up next topic. All right. (laughs) So this weekend, Morgan alluded to we're all going to be seeing each other uh, once again. Going back, uh, if you go back to 2015, it, it was kind of like, in a way, um, the whole podcasting thing from Country and Coke cans, which then we talked about on the Charleston trip. It kind of spurred this podcast from that. Um, in 2015, I, I went to I, I discovered this band that I didn't really know much about uh, called American Aquarium. I had seen that the lead singer was an NC State guy. Um, then they were playing at Lincoln Theater over two nights celebrating their uh release of their album wolves i talked to my uh best friend and my co-host on country call cans andy um and i was like hey dude let, i got let, let's get some tickets and let's go check them out we go and then the lineup was killer and we didn't know much about these bands at the time but it was john morland opening turnpike troubadours as the middle act one of my favorite bands and american aquarium headlining And that was like the first night that we kind of like got into the the independent uh, style music that we like, we have pretty much come to consume our, a lot of our music listening ever since. But that has become since 2015, a yearly thing that they have dubbed road trip rally. And I remember I I sent uh, it to Dustin and told him, I think you'd like these guys. You check them out. And then, um, then him and Jenny and Morgan came the very next year. And it's just kind of become a yearly thing since then. It's almost like become a, a tradition of sorts. And then Ryan and his wife came uh, a few years later. And so now it's like we're all going to be back together this weekend. Uh, Road trip to Raleigh took a a brief hiatus uh, last year due to COVID, but it's back this year. So, you know, I kind of want to open it up, see what you guys, you know, we kind of got what it is and
1: how long we've done it, but open it up for the floor see what you guys have some comments about road trip to Raleigh.
3: Well, I'm excited for this year because we didn't have last year, which – you know, that sucks. But we
1: did get in the one year before the year before that, just prior to all the COVID shutdowns. Um, but I, I think you know we can get into the whole the whole thing. But you know, this year I think the thing I'm most excited about is that there's an opener that I'm excited about on Thursday night in the Old Ninety Sevens. Old Ninety Sevens are one of the best live bands you'll go see anywhere. They put it all out on the on the where every night these guys have been doing it since the 90s they've made their living office of getting people to buy tickets to their shows they're great um logan actually interviewed Rhett miller episode four of on, country and cold cans there you go and what carrie north carolina and uh so you know i'm excited for that that's gonna be a fun way to kick it off and then you know i could see everybody in person which we haven't four of us have not been was it road trip to Raleigh two years ago the last time all four of us were together
2: yeah mm. Jenny was uh, um, Jenny was pregnant
1: mm-mm, it was your guys, wedding
0: and guys weekend speaking. yeah guys weekend oh was past- uh, I'm, um,
2: I'm sorry I'm thinking I thought I heard you say something else
0: yeah cause yeah. I think in order it was guys weekend then Dustin's wedding and then Dustin's bachelor trip and then it was road trip
3: we like each other a lot that's why we have hung out four <laughs> times in five years <laughs> We're best friends. <laughs> oh, we text a lot. Um, True. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that I'm looking forward to that. I think it, it's just a fun atmosphere. American Aquarium's a great band. I'm sure we've got we've all got things we like, um or want to share, stories we want to share. So I won't I won't filibuster <laughs> over here. But it, it will be good to be in the same same room, drink a few cold uh beers as as Marty Smith would say, maybe get a little partly cloudy and uh, enjoy the
2: night. Have a couple cold PBRs. <laughs> Tall boy. Crystal could have one of her famous uh, whiskey and Cokes.
3: No Coke. No Coke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully no one hits her in the back oh, of the head with a jacket. That sounds like a story.
3: Wait, I think- it was when
2: yes, it was when y'all first met Crystal. We were up there at uh, up there in Annapolis. We went to that one. We went to like what three or four different bars, and the one bar we went into, and uh, the girl flipped her jacket around like once or twice, and hair in the back of the head. And Crystal had to go swing at her, and I like caught her elbow. I could, I could see the entire event happening. i, I was, uh, I'm like, nope, I'm gonna block that. I do remember <laughs> that. We were at McGarvey's in downtown. McGarvey's, McGarvey's yeah. In it. Yeah, the one with
4: yeah.
2: the tree. Yep. Yeah. Downtown yeah. Annapolis.
3: So but just, uh, to
2: finish, just to finish off that one story real quick, then we went to the last bar, the upstairs bar, and uh, we kept forcing the Crystal to drink water, no more, no more whiskey. And she just went to, found another bar and grabbed one and came back. That <laughs> <laughs> was a door that you dusted. I said, oh, gosh, where did you get that?
1: Yeah, we cut her off only to find out that she figured out a way to not be cut off anymore.
2: There's a downstairs
4: bar <laughs> that we were not monitoring. <laughs> but, but anyway, back to road trip to rally. Sorry. <laughs> well, you can tie it back
2: in. There's some Crown and Cokes that maybe yeah, will be <laughs> some Crown and Cokes that are drank ne- next next weekend. I guarantee we're gonna we're gonna make Grandma come and stay a weekend, and uh, we'll just take we'll just take turns on. Oh, Christmas. So we'll get a hotel room. Um well,
3: can... <laughs> here first.
0: All right then. Morgan's doing a little dance right now. <laughs> He's doing a little TikTok dance. Help,
4: help, help, to, help, to help the concert. I'll
3: see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's great. Morgan's like, um, I'm gonna go to the uh, I'm gonna go to the food court or Whatever that place is called, the food hall with y'all. Oh, the food hall, got right the, back
2: to the... The, oh, dude, it's got the uh, my cousin's lobster or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: C- uh, yeah, yeah, cousin's lobster, yeah, oh, this yeah. Lobster. dude, Morgan Street Food Hall. I never can look at that place the same because the last time, <laughs> the last time we had that, um, uh, Richard, oh, you threw up, yeah, dude. I, I went and like got ice cream, um, <laughs> before going to the After fair, tr- like, an, like an idiot
1: after drinking an and before decision. drinking
0: yes yes like i had had it i'd had, had a beer uh before and then i decided i was gonna get ice cream and then jenny tells me you shouldn't do that and i was like i'm growing i'll do what i want a rumble rumble and then you know it, probably an hour and a half later uh ryan looks over and says well, now, look somebody before you go yeah
4: before you go further what else did you have to just add into your stomach do you remember
0: uh i think it was a little bit of whiskey if i'm not mistaken
4: no 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 no. you ate something too which makes oh yes yeah. things- yeah,
0: it was, it was a prime rib, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, prime just a,
2: rib just, whiskey and, and ice cream. Yeah. Along, I mean, with, you, a,
0: to- along with a Corona. <laughs> oh,
2: dude, you were trying to throw up.
0: <laughs> I know. And like, we're up there in the upstairs balcony uh, area watching the show. And then Ryan says, Look, somebody's throwing up in the trash can. And they're like, Oh shit, it's Logan. And I'm just <laughs> my guts out, man. Like, I, I felt awful at that point. All the ice cream immediately came back up. I
2: uh, like how, At that day, at one point, I was like, how does the human body have that much liquid to throw up?
1: Well, it smelled <laughs> awful, and we had to stand next to it all night. And then Jenny said, Jenny was pregnant at the time, too. Jenny said, um, you're just lucky that she didn't puke from it, because then you would have been in a lot more trouble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Especially after she told you not to do it. <laughs> There's a, uh, that, yeah, that night was fun because we couldn't even see the show. It was so packed. So yeah. we had him, we had Logan Vobin and the trash can next to us. I'm sure the bartender was loving that.
3: <laughs> it was, right, was, right, it the was bar. right beside
2: the bar, <laughs> right next to the bar, where and everybody course, was standing. And then every person that was over seven feet tall apparently wanted to be upstairs that night. So we could, you couldn't even peek around the corner and see like a glimpse of the show. It was so packed.
4: <laughs> they actually had yeah. people that night standing on the stairwell. And you yeah. usually, and you usually kinda, can't like, do that. Scrunch up against the railing to like let people up and down, probably because of the
2: stench that was coming from the trash. Well, <laughs> that and that cracked me because in the years past, they don't allow people to be on the stairs. They they make you keep moving. I guess I mean, it was is. so packed. It was so packed, they're like, there's nothing we can do about this.
0: I will say, Dustin, I think that um, even if Jenny had thrown up, I think she should have given me a pass. Because if she would have remembered the night before, she owed me one. Because she was pregnant, as you mentioned, and she wanted to sit down, and the lady came over there and took the chair away and says, "You can't do that." I went over to the sound guy and re- recognized him from Open Mic uh, back years before and got to talking to him. I was like, "Hey, buddy," I said, "You know, my sister-in-law, she's pregnant right now. You might forget a chair." He goes, "Yeah, yeah." I just tell him I sent you and told you it was okay. So. I did get her a chair the night before where she didn't have to stand all night.
1: <laughs> yeah. While true, I don't think you
2: would have escaped her fury if you really not have made it. her feel Probably you're, not. You're talking about a pregnant woman, Logan. You
3: can't.
2: There's, there's, there's no. You, you lose every time. <laughs> oh, man. No. no. I'm I'm excited. I remember it was 2005? Was it 2015. 2016, January 2016, Logan, you, and Jenny convinced me to go see the show. And um, like Logan said, we've been going ever since, but it was just uh, a great experience with the atmosphere and awesome PBRs and uh, (laughs) Lincoln Theater is pretty, pretty sweet. That was my second time going to see a show there since I moved to Raleigh. First one was uh, Real Big Fish. Um, it was just a great time. and I've been looking forward to it every year
3: since.
1: Yeah. Just, and it's just yeah. like a, you know, for anyone who hasn't been in there, it's just a big standing room only. What is it, like 800 people, max? Uh, yeah. I think it's 900 total. Yeah. So it's many? standing room. You get, you know, it's, I mean, obviously the tall person, short person thing comes into perspective here. But, but you can, if you get in there and get in the right spot, like it's a great place to see a band that you really like and care about. Because um, you can actually see them. It's not like going to these pavilion shows where you're sitting out on the lawn watching videos all night.
2: Now, are they? Are they
3: limiting the amount of people next week? And no, I don't think so. Oh boy. No, Chris um, just ah, got super goodness.
1: immunity.
2: She's good to go. But well, <laughs> Chris actually made the comment said, I've had COVID now. I'm, I'm going to go out and enjoy life. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that. You know, in the. That's kind of the wrong way to say that. We'll take yeah. that out in post.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, she and just,
2: she, she world world. now that she's had it and, and gone through it, she's, she's kind of ready to kind of come out of being a, a hermit almost and just like, uh, you
1: know. Isn't that what Dr. Joe Rogan said? So that once you get it, you get super immunity?
3: <laughs>
1: speaking of,
2: I have. She a- was more sick. Yeah, she was more sick from the vaccine than that.
4: I have a a marketing idea, speaking of Rogan. Why don't, I mean, hey, Neil Young ended up on this podcast, right? Well, if we want to end up on other people's podcasts, why don't we declare that either Spotify removes Miserable and Reckless from the airwaves or it removes Joe Rogan? I say that this can only go well for us because we're going to get our name out there a lot. Because mainly people are going to be like, who the F are these guys? And then they're going to
1: Google us and then they're going to find out. (laughs) They'll find out yeah <laughs> i think it's a great marketing idea <laughs> get, get a little professional
0: wrestling fake uh conflict out of there out there for the people
4: <laughs> right exactly and in the meantime we're also doing a service because we're talking about american aquarium road trip to raleigh it's true so the last x or the last uh, the last exit Ooh, that might have been a Freudian slip the last <laughs> podcast that we record would be the road trip to raleigh
2: so. <laughs> oh i'll tell you another thing i'm looking forward to is, is- a potential pre-game beer at Slims.
0: Yeah, Slims for those who haven't been is a dingy little dive bar that leans a little hipster, but it can be fun. Uh the beer's cheap. They have Natty Bow Cheap. Yeah. Cheap. There as well. So it's it's they for instance, this will sum up Slims for people that haven't been there. They have a t-shirt that they sell where it says Slims where everyone knows your shame. <laughs> <laughs>
4: The thing i don't like about Slims, i know i'm in the minority here they can lose the red light and they can lose the the like the indie heavy metal music that's constantly playing like i get it i get it all right like move to oregon already all right like nobody wants (laughs) nobody wants your hipster ass around here i actually much enjoyed i actually much i'm not even from take a shower (laughs) hippie I like the busy bee that was next door, but isn't it not there anymore? I think it's no, that one shut yeah. down like two, two or three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, told you I'm not from there. So like, <laughs> all,
0: almost all of the awesome. bars around that area though are like are pretty much cut out now. Like Ooh. everything's moved to like Glenwood South on the other side of downtown.
2: Chicken and waffles, dude.
1: Beasley. Uh, Beasley's, yeah, overrated.
2: Gonna Damn, I'm
3: just going to stop talking.
2: Everything <laughs> you're saying, headsters, overrated. Like, fuck, do I even open my mouth and say a third place?
0: I haven't had an issue with them yet.
4: <laughs> Harris Teeter Salad Bar. Sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boom, roasted.
0: <it. laughs> oh, another place that I used to take you guys to that I haven't been to in years um, was the, the college bar we used to hang out at called Big Easy. And mm-hmm. that place is a shell of its former self. They went and redid the bathroom and put ferns in there. It's just not the same bar anymore.
1: Yeah. Is there was well, a, so. a time when Jenny was getting someone, chasing someone out of there. getting them out
2: yeah, I was going to say that yep. that's place where I got spit on.
1: Yep. And then
2: yeah. Jenny
0: went upstairs and saw who it was. And then she went to the, I knew the bouncer back then. She went to the bouncer and said, do you know, Logan? And then he said, <laughs> yeah, and she took him over there was on a mission and got those college kids kicked out
1: (laughs) just just for so you paint a picture of america there's an upstairs section that sits up above like the lower level bar and it's like just a railing and some kid was just drunk and being an asshole Mm -hmm. spit down and it it landed on morgan or on his jacket or something like that jenny was on the warpath from that moment forward she's like no is not acceptable and so she went running around figuring out who did it getting them kicked out like basically escorting them out the door and yeah and and that's the kind of things that we do after road trips. trip yep. <laughs> we go to a five-hour concert and then we kick people out of bar.
3: slims
4: followed by big easy and then about what 1 45 in the morning Logan leans over and Logan leans over and says something like see that girl over there see that girl I don't like her
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then there's usually some backstory and we just go like alright man well thanks for showing
3: us a good time and
0: <laughs> hey, I don't I, see I don't know anybody downtown anymore though so those those days are probably behind us because all the people my age don't go out anymore <laughs>
4: I do that. That's always something I, I associated with that bar. Is that when we'd walk in there, and not that you were a celebrity, but you definitely knew your way around, or you could get served, or whatever. We have all been to those kind of establishments, I would assume, in the past, where you walk in, and the bartenders at least make eye contact and they know you're there. And uh, yeah, by the end of the night, there was always someone that it pissed you off, or rubbed you the wrong way. Or see that guy? That guy's a real. That guy's a d bag. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> All right, well, let's get our time. (laughs) There's plenty of people like that in the city of Raleigh.
3: (laughs) That's everywhere.
0: So essentially, I was doing what grinds my gears at 2 (laughs) a.m. Instead of doing it on the podcast, I was telling you, that person, I don't like them. I don't like them.
4: (laughs) It will be funny because this year I'll look at you and I'll be like, save it for the pod. Put it in your
1: phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make a note. Write it down. (laughs) Write it down.
2: (laughs) Chat that down.
0: <laughs> All right. So what are some songs you guys
1: are uh looking forward to hearing? I'm looking forward to watching Melissa sing Losing Side of Twenty-Five. <laughs> My wife.
4: She uh she has, I think, a connection. There's a there's a song by American Aquarium Losing Side of Twenty-Five, that has the line more or less about like your parents bragging at the food line. And that is so ridiculously relatable you've heard me talk about jimmy allen and the same uh hometown in the past it ain't big uh there's a reason why he names the chicken spot in the song and jimmy allen does because it's the chicken spot and there's (laughs) also uh a food line and and the spot is not bad by the way but uh there's also a food line so that song probably hits a little close to home but uh as i'm sure it does all the way across the south and in small towns i like the song things change I used to like it because it was about um, the changes that the lead singer had made. But uh, if y'all don't think things have changed since the last time we heard that song live.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real though. That's fair. So that ought to be interesting to hear. What else you got? Well, I mean, I can they, other songs, but. they are playing. This is the other part
1: that's awesome. I think I brought this up a few weeks ago. They're playing Burn, Flick, or Die in its entirety, which was. So, in the history of the band, Logan can correct me if I get any of this wrong. In the history of the band, they kind of got to a point where they were like, all right, we aren't making it. We're not really making any money. We can't live like this, you know, working at Olive Garden and trying to play shows that nobody wants to come to. So, we're going to make this last album and then we're going to be done. And that last album was the one that kind of started to give them a little forward momentum, which. Propelled them to the point of selling out 900 tickets three nights in a row and in, in Raleigh. So uh, that album is 10 years old now. Is it? Mm, yeah, 2012.
3: That's why he's yeah. playing.
1: So they're playing it in full, I believe, on Friday. Nice. Um, which I think is awesome. I'm, you know, as I mentioned in previous weeks, I, I do the old man thing of like I like the early stuff, and so this gives. <laughs> the 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 newer stuff you know some of it i can take or leave i call them bathroom songs but in the uh 2015 and earlier i definitely was am a big fan of most of every song that they put out i love they're gonna play that pool album um it's just gonna be a good time and um you know hopefully they'll mix in some other
2: good old ones just to kind of get the crowd going Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing a St. Mary from that album.
0: Oh yeah. One of my favorite ones of theirs. That bit, one of my favorite lines from that song is uh is like uh, you're just a two-pack habit with a yep. southern accent. That's I'm exactly a pearl snapper bad tattoos. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm I'm very much um with Dustin on I it's the old stuff for me that I really love. Like I, I do like their new music. Um, but it's, it's different. He's grown up a lot. He's matured a lot. You know, his songs are a lot more, you know, either narrative driven or they're, um, they're also more, um, I guess about sobriety and everything. And those make for good stories and good songs. But when you're at a concert, like you want to hear him where he's angry and telling the girl to go fuck herself. And that, (laughs) that was a lot of what his first like four albums, five albums were about. And so it's a, they're good concert songs like what are they um anything from Wolves and back like Hurricane is a song from their small town hymns album. I, I love when they play that PBR Promenade from the Dances for the Lonely rec. Really anything from Dances for the Lonely was fantastic. And then, of course, you know, being in NC State, like, you know, I want to hear Wolves the title track for the from the 15 record because it was uh, written by inspired by a quote by NC State. Uh, basketball uh, player, Julius Hodge, when he said, when we hungry, we eat. And the of course, that song says, when the wolves are hungry, the wolves will eat. So uh, that one's always fun, too, when you're, when you're actually in, in Raleigh to listen to. But it's a lot of the old stuff is kind of what I'm, I'm waiting to hear. Like, Burn Flicker Die is going to be great on Friday night. But I hope mm-hmm. he mixes in a good bit of Dances for the Lonely because that record still holds up. Um,
4: yeah If people want a song to... Uh pop into and they want to give it a shot or try it out. Obviously we like losing side of 25. We joke about it. That's a really accessible song, but hurricane um, Mm -hmm. is, I I would agree. I would agree with you, Logan. That's probably my favorite song that they do. I'm not a super fan and that's a great song. I agree. Super accessible. So um, The lyrics are awesome. And there's uh, as is usual. Uh, whether it's wolves or whether it's hurricane or anything else, there's usually a couple meanings meetings to his lyrics. So you can choose to believe it's about a hurricane or you can choose to believe it's
2: about something
4: else. I'll leave you to be the judge. You tell us. So The thing that I
0: appreciate most about hurricane is like that song in particular, he, he interchanges between having songs that are very analogy driven. And then he has songs that are just like right on the nose about, you know what it's about, but it's like, it, it carries some weight. And it's like this doesn't sound anything like uh, very uh, highbrow, but it just carries a lot of a punch towards the end of the song when it says, "When I didn't get her, hell, that's for sure. She stung me like a hornet's nest." That's just a very relatable lyric for most people, and it just it's right on the nose about what that song's like, kind of gets at. And then the pedal still guitar in that song is I absolutely love it. Like I love that instrument, and it just
1: it's high in the mix. So Hurricane is always like a uh, a highlight for me whenever I see them in a concert full band. Yep but kind of hard to stay angry at women if uh, you have a daughter and you're married. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> Hence why a lot of his uh, lyrical themes are a little bit different these days. <laughs> it's, it's oh, like my it's, daughter grows up happy. in a better South. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like
0: once you're actually happy, it's like, you know, the, the, the fuck you songs don't really come as easy
3: as they used to.
1: <laughs> well, so what you're saying is about four seasons into miserable and reckless we can change it
4: to like happy and go lucky <laughs> that could be the name of our podcast going
1: forward 2.0 and then, and then when we're old man we'll switch it back to miserable and reckless <laughs> yeah because then it just naturally people will become grumpy but at the same time I'm like i think i'm
0: already there sometimes
4: <laughs> how about grumpy and wrinkled
0: <laughs> pretty much
4: <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've taken care of the next 40 years of this podcast,
0: <laughs> maybe by then we'll be top 5%, but right now we're top 10%. Do <laughs> you yeah, have any final thoughts on Road Trip to Raleigh before moving into the Southern 64 with 32 teams? I'm
1: always looking forward to some FaceTime. It's better than a
2: screen, and will uh, mm-hmm. leave it at that. Yeah, I'm
3: excited to get. See so you guys get to meet uh Bridget and see how big Brody's gotten. True. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, looking forward to seeing you guys, like you said. And
0: Road Trip Rally will be fun. We'll have a report on it. Uh, hopefully some funny stuff happens for podca- uh, podcast content, of course. Uh, if we'll be able if to we share. remember any of it. <laughs> yeah. Write it down. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, cameras in our pockets now, so we'll just be like, okay, that'll that'll help us remember. <laughs> something to talk about.
2: <laughs> touch, touch us down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on into, as we said last week, we're bringing the tournament back, Southern 64. But this year with a twist, 32 teams, just like the conference with Rutgers. All right, Ryan, throw it to you. Leave us over to this side since we're switching over to drinks and saves this week on the 764 with 32 team tournament
4: like to point out for america that because i was ridiculed for not having borders appropriately put in my excel sheet it was fixed this week so <laughs> thank you for bringing that to our attention peanut gallery
1: <laughs> i'm just glad i don't have to stare at this for the next 20 minutes and it looks awful but so appreciate that <laughs>
4: So because uh, we like talking about ourselves and about our stories and stuff like that, I'll try and keep this relatively brief to end this out this week. But we have an important task in front of us. We have eight matchups that we need to decide. And these are very important because we've talked ad nauseum on this podcast about these two categories. And that is Southern Drinks and that is Southern Sayings. As a matter of fact, if you missed our Southern Sayings podcast, we have a whole podcast about it. So if if uh, these eight sayings tickle your fancy and or if you think that we have uh, perhaps missed them or missed a saying that we should have had, go back and check that one out. So, all right, let's just get started. Uh, I'm gonna assume that most people know how this works, but we have the one seed versus the eight seed, the five versus the four, the six versus the three, the two versus the seven for the two brackets. So we'll start with drinks. The number one seed, the old fashioned, Versus the number eight seed, the Southern Baptist. Dustin, you brought us to the attention of the Southern Baptist. Which one are you going with?
1: Naturally, I need an eight seed upset here. So I'm going Southern Baptist. I brought it to the group's attention. Also, what's more Southern than a Southern Baptist?
3: <laughs> I mean, a redneck, but they don't have that drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just That's have just very
4: light.
1: straight Budweiser. <laughs>
4: yeah that's, that's just straight old milwaukee we may have just pointed out a, gl- a glaring omission
1: in this uh in this bracket the Boy, the butt it heavy be, it can be <sighs> in next year's actually that's from uh st louis so no i'm
2: not
3: that's not the <laughs> yeah, nah, nah.
2: Exactly, so no no exactly Dustin. we talk we, we don't associate with st louis one day point well uh
4: just like terrible Budweiser we now have a terrible opinion um Logan (laughs) what's your what's your uh choice here what would you what would you rather have on Thursday night
0: so yeah if I'm sitting there and I'm gonna casually have a liquor drink I don't I I admittedly don't drink a lot of liquor but one of my favorite liquor drinks is an old-fashioned so it's obviously an old-fashioned um especially like one of my favorite ones in town is at the whiskey Kitchen. And um you know, it, it's just something about sitting there, and makes me feel classier than I am when I'm drinking one of those, and i uh, quite enjoy the taste. So uh, the one seat moves on in my mind. It's the old fashioned.
2: Uh, I could, I could just see you there now, pretending like you're in some you know cologne commercial. While I go into the bar with Chanel three five nine. I like to have my old fashioned. Feel sophisticated, like Bill Murray staring at the glass and uh. uh Lost in translation, maybe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, well, I, I, can, can, I was gonna say. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was kicking it. I have nothing
2: against the Southern Baptist because I've never had one, so therefore, yeah. You know, if I'm gonna go off to the name, I'm not just gonna pick it because of the name. Um, but I have had an old fashioned. I do like a really good old fashioned, so I'm gonna stick with the one seat
4: and I'll go ahead and round this out
2: and say that it's the one seed for a reason.
4: I'll save my, as I said last week, I'll save my powder for the next week, but the old fashioned clearly moves on.
1: Um, and we'll keep it at that. All right. So next up, we've got
4: some interesting concoctions. One that you might have on the golf course. Maybe you'd, maybe you'd have both on the golf course, you know, depends on your class, I suppose. And yeah, I just said that, um, we have the five seed chair wine versus the four seed, the uh Arnold Palmer, excuse me, the Arnie. Now, here's the thought that I was gonna have. Arnold Palmer or John Daly? The only difference is you add vodka to the John Daly. So me personally, that's an easy one for me. Anytime you can add vodka to a golfing experience, it's positive in my mindset. So regardless, I'm going with the four seed of the Palmer added with the vodka to make it a John Daly. Logan, as yeah. the actual golfer on this podcast.
0: Well, two reasons why this is an easy one. Four or fives are typically hard. This one's not. Cheer wine sucks ass. And um, the John Daly just sounds like an intriguing drink that you would have about on hole 11 after you've already made the turn and you've shanked your 10th uh, your, your drive off the tee box into the woods. Then you just drop one and tell your boys you found it. Yeah.
1: Then you polish it off with a John Daly.
3: Well, perhaps wearing a pair of crazy pants, <laughs> yeah, smoking a heater, yeah,
4: <laughs>
0: decked <laughs> out in your in your Peter Millar. We're still waiting for that sponsorship.
2: <laughs> Morgan, um, cheer wine, yeah. or uh, cheer, cheer wine's garbage. I'm sorry, um, and Arnold Palmer. I remember back when we were living at the Cape uh, Cottages, kind of and you introduced me to uh, getting to the cheer wine. I'm going to say the Arnold Palmer um, tea cans and. uh Putting it with the uh, the boo vodka that we were getting at that time from the ABC store, <laughs> and just we get like five I think four or five of them at a time and just pound right through them. It's amazing so, how that sugar kept you up. No, shit. um, so yeah, Arnold Palmer, I'm sorry to your mind, but take your ass home.
4: Dustin, it's three nothing right now, so your vote in this round doesn't matter,
1: but do you have a comment? Uh, yeah, wine sucks. It was, was going to be John Daly. Sorry. <laughs> Cheerwine, I don't understand America's fascination, or North Carolina's fascination with Cheerwine. Cheerwine. We'll say, occasionally, you can put Cheerwine on some,
4: on some meat and you can use it as a marinade and it actually works well. But yeah, I would rather know. not have my drink as a marinade. I'd rather have my drink as a drink. Yeah, so, no. John Daly, perfect. Yeah, that's not... Incidentally, uh, Morgan, there's no way to tell that you're an alcoholic or perhaps a college kid than by pouring out of a liquor bottle into a, a can of $2 uh, lemonade and then walking around the neighborhood with multiples in your pocket. Just say.
1: It's
2: like, what's in your bag? Uh, I don't know, airplane bottles and two, two or three Arnold uh, Palmer cans.
3: <laughs> huh, okay. Feel free to come oh on into our pool, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next, we got
4: another soda trying to sneak in here. It's the three seed RC Cola versus the six seed, the hurricane from patios, patio O'Briens in New Orleans. So I will go first again, because I think I may not have the same opinion as everyone else, but for me, it's the hurricane. The hurricane was, uh, easily the most redeemable thing for about the first three hours that we spent in new orleans the first time i went (laughs) the rest of bourbon street left a lot in my opinion to be desired and by the time we finally made it to pat o'brien's i was like oh okay so they do have a nice bar down here to be fair america if you go other places outside of bourbon street um and there's even a couple on bourbon street that aren't bad you can get a hurricane at any of these establishments including old absinthe house patty o'brien's others but the hurricane for me, uh, I would advise you to have uh, one and then I would advise you to drink about three waters. And then I would advise you to stick to whatever your liquor is going to be for the rest of the night, because if you don't, you're going to have a headache. <laughs> so that's my answer for the hurricane. Uh, Dustin, let's go with you first. Hurricane or well- cola?
1: I've been down in islands and I've been to patios and the hurricane sucks. Sorry, <laughs> Not a good drink. There's nothing redeeming about that drink at all. And solely on the basis of how bad it is, I'm going RC Cola. And RC Cola is a quintessential Southern soda and some kind of soda needs to make it out of the first round. So we got to go with All right. So that's a vote for diabetes for Dustin. Um. <laughs> Possibly just pre-diabetes. <laughs> They're both.
4: Terrible. Hence my, uh, uh, idea that you should, I'm voting for the hurricane strictly on the bar itself. <laughs> Logan, <laughs> Logan, what's your selection? Uh, um, hurricane or RC Cola.
0: I've never had either. So just based on a little foreshadowing for the other half of this bracket, I like uh, how Southern people use RC colon in, in sayings all the time. So it gets my, my vote. RC Cola moves on.
3: Okay. Interesting. Morgan. Well, um, uh, I've never been to New Orleans, uh,
2: therefore I've never had the hurricane, but I'm not a fan of RC Cola and I'd much prefer making my day one day, my time one day down there just to have a hurricane and get back on the airplane and go home.
4: <laughs> All right. So, fair enough. Um, so what we're going to do with a tie, uh, unless you guys feel otherwise is just like the NFL. Sorry, Dustin, close your ears just like the NFL, we're going to flip a Next coin topic. because once you've played and you've argued and you've debated and you've left it all out on the field for your chosen team of choice, uh, what's better than just flipping a coin and just making everybody upset and pissed off. So <laughs> that's I don't how understand we'll be
1: the the reference. Can we move on?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that Kansas city chiefs team that may or may not have beat a team by a coin flip, uh, to move on to play the Bengals. Um,
1: they are not
2: interested. <laughs> that was one, that was one hell of an ending.
4: Uh, if by hell of an ending, you mean anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> uh, we're really pissing off Kansas City on this one. So speaking of <laughs> things that will make the Kansas City <laughs> listeners happier, the two seed, the mint julep versus the seven seed, the rum runner. Uh, this is an easy one for me, but uh, Logan, let's go with you first, because I believe... You're the only one in this podcast who has not been to uh,
1: Churchill Downs. Yeah, just for clarification, what exactly is a rum runner? It has rum. Well, you come to an apple, so I'll show you. <laughs> 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 it,
4: there's a bar here that serves them, and although that's not where they were started. Um, it has rum and 151 and you're testing my memory. Vodka, I believe. It's got a bunch of shit in it. Let's put it that way rum banana liqueur and grenadine Mm. grenadine for sure it's usually got fruit i prefer it without fruit well considering i don't know
0: anything about these drinks i did used to like to go to a dueling piano bar called rum runners in college so i'm voting
4: for the rum runner yeah fair enough i've been to that bar that's the bar with the uh sock gin
3: yeah
2: 2016 (laughs) (laughs)
3: morgan um
2: been to Churchill's Down, not, not for, a, for the race, but just for a tour when we were there for the Bob Seger concert. Uh, not a fan of the Fruity Rum Runners, but
3: uh, Mint Julep, I'm going to have to go with that one. All right. Dustin, thoughts? Uh, you want Rum the Runs Cup? was a
1: fun bar, but there's really no contest here. Some mixed concoction weird worthless drink or mint julep which is quite central southern so mm-hmm. gotta go mint julep also uh brett had a rule at um we used to go to a pre-derby party which was the weekend before the kentucky derby thrown up here in dc and the rule was one drink one cigar because it was just basically just bourbon with a little bit of the rest a little like basically just a little bit of the the uh the leaf in there to make you think that it wasn't all all bourbon I
3: mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh yeah it was he, he basically was like yeah smoke one full of cigar and drink this drink and then when you get done with a cigar you can have another
3: <laughs> it was a good rule
4: this is an easy one for me it's going to be the mint julep. um had one of brett's when we were at uh watching the derby over at his house one time and I uh, can't say I've had one at Churchill Downs, but um would love to one day. I think that's been established here on this podcast with our Derby episode, if you didn't hear that one. But um, <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: that was a controversial <laughs> one. Anyways, the Julep's moving on. We'll leave it at that. Uh, so We've got the Old Fashioned. We've got the tie between the Hurricane and R.C. Cola. We've got the Arnold Palmer and we've got the Mint Julep. We actually have two whiskey drinks. And a vodka drink, I think that's a chumbawomba song. So, <laughs> so uh, moving into the next bracket, Southern sayings. Um, we have the number one seed, y'all, or all y'all, versus the eight-seed bull as a tick. Justin, I know that you uh, appreciate the eight-seed. Let's hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, once again. We need an upset this week, one of these big upsets. I mean, y'all, everyone knows y'all is Southern. Doesn't mean it should be number one. Doesn't mean it should win the tournament. Hey, UVA was a one seed. They didn't win that national championship. They lost to a 16. Full of the tick, however, underappreciated. And I love that saying. I'm all in on
3: full of the tick. You know, it would have been really smart because I should
4: have worn my hoodie tonight that says y'all, which is also from Louisville. Would to check two boxes there. Just wasn't thinking ahead. Been a week, America. Sorry about that, uh, Morgan. I Notice I didn't give an answer, Morgan. <laughs> what's your
3: what's your selection? Y'all or full um, of tick? I see. I'm, I'm with Dustin. You know, everyone knows y'all.
2: It, I, mean, I I say it in almost every other sentence I probably have. Um, full of the Tick is just uh, that's a good one. I think we need to uh, have an upset here and, and be uh, moving
3: right on.
1: Yeah. I'd say we, we got to have three in honor of Dale Earnhardt, eight seed upsets mm-hmm. in this bracket.
3: And the eight's connected
2: to his the son. There you go. Boom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Logan.
2: Got to bring NASCAR into this. <laughs> I didn't do it. Somebody else did. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about Dale. Dale was yeah. above NASCAR. He transcends
1: NASCAR. He does now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean I mean above and transcends. <laughs> and there goes all of our listeners. Uh, Logan.
0: Yeah, so look, I say y'all all the time. It's a one 2 for a reason, but every carpet bagger that moves down here and makes their housing prices go up to go work at Apple. Um, they they all say that. They think that they're they're southern when they start saying that. You know what? Only the real ones know things like Full as a Tick. So Full as a Tick
1: gets my vote as a real Southerner. Bingo. Authentic. Mm-hmm. I like it. The opposite, the opposite of LSU's is Authentic.
3: <laughs> it's the
4: anti-Brian <laughs> Kelly. I like it, and it's going to be for a dumb reason. I was going to vote the Aiden, and here's why. I really don't like when people, and I know I'm guilty of doing this, when people put y'all in a text message. I'm like, you had to go out of your way, especially if you added the apostrophe to text that in your text message. Please do
1: not tell me your phone autocorrects for that. So I'm voting in the eight seed.
4: You
3: usually to know if it does. Very well, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true.
4: All right. Um, one of my favorites. This is, I feel awkward about this because I would have voted both of these actually in as far as I could possibly vote them. But uh, we have the five seed. I'm going to let you go now versus the four seed do what now now uh i'm just gonna say the word now a bunch of times because both of these end yeah. in now but i'm conflicted uh i heard logan use the four seed before this podcast went on the air so logan we'll go with you uh which one are you going with now
0: Do what to so are
1: you
0: saying meow? <laughs> that, no, like, I say that all the time. I mean, Ryan, you said you heard uh, it said a million times out at the tailgate for the State Carolina game when all my friends yes. are around. That That phrase is just – it's second nature to me. Uh, I do like I'm going to let you go now. It's a funny thing. How Southerners are like, that's, I'm ready to get off the fucking phone. But in <laughs> reality, I do what now is just something that I say without
1: even thinking about it. It's my vote. Justin, thoughts? Yeah, I mean – I'm gonna let you go now. Is one of the greatest inventions of the south. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a great way to be like, all right, buddy, I'm done. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore, but I don't want to say it that way, so I'm gonna move on. (laughs) However, Logan's got a good point. I I use do what constantly. I don't I don't add the now. I just shorten it to do what, and I'm always like do what, and my wife doesn't like that because you know thinks I'm not listening. I'm just not I don't just don't have good hearing and you know that's that's really what the answer is if so and if Jenny had good hearing maybe she'd listen to this podcast and give us a little support but um
0: (laughs) we got a 10 percent without you Jenny
1: (laughs) but uh I gotta go with do what just because of its personal connection and again we talked about this last week this is a personal bias bracket in the story so personal bias here is do what all right, Morgan. The four seed or the five
2: seed? I'm going to have to go do what now? Because I'd like the other two. I I think I, prefer, I use, uh, I say do what quite a bit.
4: I have to just lodge my complaint to disagree. And here's the one reason why. We do not have bless your heart in this category. So the closest to polite slash passive aggressive is the I'm going to let you go now. I'm going to let you go now is used all the time by a certain someone who lives in my house. And in case you're wondering, I only have one roommate. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is used when said roommate is really, really just trying to go eat that salad that they already made for
3: themselves.
4: (laughs) All right. They're not interested in having any more conversations about work
2: or anything else. So I'm just going to put it out there. that Go ahead. Even like I'm, a, I'm gonna let you go now. I'm just trying to be a fake Southerner. It's like, it's like uh, Jeremy Renner's fake Boston accent from the town. It's like just, just stop. No. I think it's perfectly passive aggressive while being <laughs> shiningly polite on, these, on the other <laughs> What I got, I got to talk Southern. I can I, I pick some some phrases. Ah, I'm gonna let you go now. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Let me Google this
1: real quick. See y'all.
3: <laughs> top, top five <laughs> things.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: probably it has a phone that autocorrects to y'all too no i'm just kidding
1: (laughs) that's a built-in that's a that's an add-on to the phone
4: oh the you get like it's it's like the southern emoji sticker pack comes with it
1: yeah (laughs) there you go all right
4: uh the six seed over yonder versus the three seed aren't you precious well, I'll let you all speak first a couple of times. I'm going right out here and saying that the number three seat moves in for me because it's literally one of my favorites. Aren't you precious? Again, for the same reason, uh, often said to me by, uh, members of my family from the great state of Florida when, uh, they were not interested and in what the hell I was talking about, even as a seven-year-old. Oh, well, aren't you precious? That taught me, okay, well, you can go find somebody else to get your attention. Well, <laughs> so, the three seeds going to move on for me if you ant. Uh, we'll go from there. Logan, we'll, we'll go right in order.
0: Yeah, over yonder, like I know people used to say it a lot. It's not said as much anymore, but it sounds too Shakespearean for my taste. When it comes to Aren't You Precious, it's the perfect balance of Southern and also very passive aggressive. So just for that alone, uh, in the same way of like, you know, uh, we talked about old Southern women. They, they, they tend to be a little bit very passive aggressive with you that's a very common thing for them to say. So aren't you precious gets my
4: vote. Mm-hmm. Morgan, how many times you heard aren't you precious in your life?
3: Oh,
2: quite a bit, man. That's a nice rest, saying you're, you're annoying me and you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's your bless your heart right there. Angle. That's your version of it right there. <laughs> uh, I agree with, with Logan over yonder. It's not said as much anymore. And it's just, I think i will put it right there with, uh, I'm going to let you go now. It's probably in your, your top five uh, Southern sayings that Yankees look at before they move down South while you know, trying to learn South. They learned it from a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you precious? is
3: perfect. It's like, aren't you precious? They're like, oh, yeah. Kiss my ass too. <laughs> 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 That's
1: true, bro. Dustin, thoughts on this?
3: You want to redeem simple. over your aren't yonder? you precious?
1: No, it doesn't yeah. deserve redeeming. Aren't you precious?
4: <laughs> this is like the sixth seed that doesn't deserve to be a six seed. It's like Carolina sneaking in as the last game of the tournament and getting a nine seed. <laughs> All right. Two seed. Quit being ugly. Seven seed, that dog won't hunt. This is a sneaky two seven. Uh, they're both, they're both really good. Uh Logan. I'm going to go with you first because, again, I've heard you say that dog won't hunt way too many times. <laughs> I,
0: I like that phrase, and I do use that phrase with some frequency, but it's, it's unfortunate it's pitted against quit being ugly. Because while I may not say quit being ugly, I've heard my mama say that a bunch. I've heard my grandma say it before. And then just people from their generations, they love to say that. Well, like when you're a child and you're saying something rude, or <laughs> is they, you hear quit being ugly and don't, uh, don't show your butt. so quit being ugly gets my vote
4: Dustin, I'll go to you next because I have a feeling you might have had the uh, same experience
1: (laughs) (laughs) what would ever give you that idea Um, I would actually add that dog won't hunt to the list of uh, Yankees thinking they're from the south list Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just like a well known thing that people latch on to and they try to use it and then they do their carpet bagger thing where they try to pretend like they're from somewhere that they're not um, quit being ugly on the other hand is like when you're either sitting in a restaurant or you're in church and you're doing something you ain't supposed to, and your mama gives you that look. And she <laughs> looks at you and she's like, Quit being ugly. And she gives you that little like, you know, that's just something that southern women do. It's it's hard to beat. Quit being ugly. It's no, not even close for me. That one advanced.
3: Oh, I
2: agree. Add, you know, that dog won't hunt could be added to the top five things like Yankees say when they move down south. Um, quit being ugly. That's just yeah, I agree. I agree. Quit being ugly needs to be uh, moving on. And uh, I've had that said to me quite a few times when I was a child, both
3: uh, <laughs> grandparents and parents. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. This is a pretty easy
1: one. It's could be an ugly, aren't you, precious? Do what now? And fool's a tick.
4: So, uh, and what I learned from this segment is that uh apparently there's some sort of dictionary for carpetbaggers when they move down to the south. That, or some sort of Buzzfeed article with a picture of the <laughs> the General Lee at the top of it, or something like that. How to blend in? I guess I haven't read that article yet, but. uh... <laughs>
2: Go to yeah. go
4: to a Duke Carolina basketball game. Tell
1: everybody you like fishing.
2: <laughs> so. We all wear straw hats down here and have five teeth.
1: Yell yell, free bird incessantly.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you, there's a lot
4: of people that went to Wild Wind Cafes that were carpet car- beggars. <laughs> that's all we heard when we were on tour with the band. Oh, all right. Well, that's it. That's it, America. That's 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 the next eight.
0: That's this week's edition of the Southern 64 with 32 teams. All right.
4: 32 flavors.
0: 32 <laughs> different flavors. That's right. All right. So we've kicked it off many, many times by now. We've been negative upon negative to end every show. I guess maybe we should add the bless your heart in this week.
1: I mean, it's your segment. You, you call the hey, shout Whatever on y'all want to do. Let's make it quick. You, There's a man from North Carolina down in Fayetteville. His name's Scotty Thomas. He was laying in bed watching basketball. No, this isn't a parody article. And he got to thinking, hey, did I buy that lotto ticket? So he went online and he went ahead and he bought it, thinking he hadn't bought it. Turns out he did. He bought two for the same ticket. Good thing for him is he won twice. He won $25,000 each year for life in the same drawing, because he he wasn't sure while he was laying there watching basketball in Fayetteville, North Carolina, whether he had bought two tickets or not. So, in the end, what he did was, he said, when I realized I won, I had to lay down on the floor, because I just couldn't believe it. It's just such a blessing. He sounds like an awesome dude. His, his name's uh, Thomas. He's a dump truck o- operator. He, he locked it for the lump sum, which, after taxes, we're getting the a little over $550,000. Um, and then he was asked, what's he going to do with the money? But he said he's going to invest in his business. He's going to pay off his bills. He's going to help his family and perhaps buy a house. And that intrigued me. I was like, one, this dude sounds like an awesome dude. Love it. He's a hardworking guy who got lucky and he's going to use it for good stuff. Two, what would you fellas do if you won $550,000 from buying a ticket twice when he you realize you? Or you thought you hadn't bought it while you were laying in bed watching basketball.
3: All right. This is, so. an, easy, this is an easy one for me. You're not going to like this answer, but
4: the first thing that I would do is well, I'm married. I know what I would do with the money, <laughs> but the correct answer is turn to my wife and say, How do you think we should invest this, sweetie?
1: <laughs> I didn't know the piggy bank five was up this week.
4: Now, if my name was Chris Jansen, I think you know what I would do. <laughs> I could yeah. buy me a boat. <laughs> I could buy me a truck to pull it.
0: In. <laughs> a yeti ice tail <laughs> full of
1: silver bottles with gin inside, not more. <laughs>
3: uh, Morgan, That's- what would you do? What's that? Do? <laughs> do what now? Do
1: what now? Do what now? <laughs> do what now? quit being ugly. Um, <laughs> you won, if you won $550,000 like our buddy Thomas here, what would you do?
3: Got it. Shit, I'd take the, uh if I won $550,000, I'd, I'd buy a small piece of property somewhere and, uh, just uh, that's about it. <laughs> Did you put a house on that property? Yeah,
2: of course. I mean, yeah. it's property No, nope. <laughs> maybe <a> camper. We <laughs> have I some friends be, that have done that. <laughs> uh, if, I, if I actually went today, first thing I do is I'd buy us a house. Remain a little bit, I'd put
3: put into the cabin up in Virginia. Nice,
1: Logan. Yeah. So. $550,000 is life changing
0: money, but it's not money where you can't, where you don't have to worry about working for the rest of your life. So you have to be a little bit smarter because with it.
2: Because when you take the taxes, you're talking like probably less. Than like
0: well, this price. is net. It. Yeah. It's this net was, it, it was originally like uh-huh. seven eighty, but five fifty one oh, is like after time. So I would be a little bit more adventurous than what you guys have said. I would one buy a house. I mean, that's, that's just a good idea. Not have to worry about, uh, having a, a ridiculous mortgage payment for a long time, but two, you know, I'm going to be a little selfish and I'm going to buy a, a Palmetto blue Ford Raptor and then uh, just be able to have what is, I consider the most badass truck on the market. And so that Ford Raptor is going to happen after I buy the house. So the Raptor in the house sums up what I
2: would get.
1: You, could so get you it can get it
2: first. You, you could have you know, to get it. Raptor. <laughs> you buy the truck to go drive around and find the house you want to buy
1: exactly
0: there
1: you, go. there you go
4: america if you only had three minutes to listen to this segment could you
1: tell who the uncles were and who the fathers were
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm the same boat as morgan um it would be spent on a house there's just no doubt about that so now if i wasn't married and had a kid and wasn't that part of life who knows probably probably a truck and then I don't know. I'd probably find other ways, but I would be me. part responsible, part. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah, add if, an if, addendum if, to that and say I also will buy a book.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd say if, if, if that's going your route, if if things were different, it was just me. I had no wife, no kids. I'd probably spend it all on alcohol, just be face down
3: in a gutter somewhere.
2: <laughs> and this it is,
1: takes less time completely Morgan. negative. <laughs> we'll see you next
2: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I travel the country.
1: <laughs> In his mobile house, bought an RV. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Is this where I'm
4: supposed to say that I would donate some of it just to bring it back? <laughs> sure. Sure. think you,
1: you, yeah, you would, you would
4: you, do it. Yeah, probably. I probably should have thought of that before I said both. Oh, well. At least America knows exactly where I stand exactly what you I can, think about. You'll,
2: you'll donate it right into the boat you buy.
3: <laughs> True. For the community.
0: It's for the community. Just donate it to the human fund.
4: I mean, I feel like Dan Affleck would buy a boat for his nephew. I'm not going to give away the movie. I'm just going to say he did give away a vehicle of some sort in the movie. I'm just going to say that. I love
2: I love it, Logan. The human fund. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, for episode 66 of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan Zender with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. uh, We're going to let you go now.